What a beautiful thing to just stop in that moment. Say, God, I'm overwhelmed right now. Are you overwhelmed right now? Absolutely. And to remind ourselves that, yes, we're human. We are limited. There is only so much that we can do. And sometimes life is actually overwhelming. Yes. But it's never overwhelming for him. Never. Hi, I'm Carrie Korn, a brand new therapist. And I'm Susan Goss, a seasoned therapist. Susan has been my mentor for years. And we love talking about therapy, faith, and relationships. So join us as we share some tangible truths with you. Hi, and welcome to the Tangible Truths Podcast. My name is Carrie, and I'm here with Susan today, and we are so excited about our topic today. And this is one that I forced Susan to talk about, (laughs) because when Susan first started mentoring me, I was feeling very overwhelmed with a lot of stuff that was going on in my life. And I remember her leaning in really close, and she said, Carrie, I don't know about you, but overwhelming things overwhelm me. (laughs) Do you remember that? I do. I do. <laughs> and that has like completely changed my life. And so now every time I feel overwhelmed, I hear your sweet Southern voice in my ear going, overwhelming things overwhelm me. <laughs> overwhelming things do overwhelm me. They do. So tell us a little bit about how would you like even define overwhelmed? Well, overwhelmed is just full of anxiety. You see things that are so big. And then when you see them, you go, that just stops me dead in my track. It Mm -hmm. paralyzes me. Yeah. So it's more than just everyday stress. Yes, definitely. So I've actually done some research on what it means to be overwhelmed. And the thing about it is it really has an effect on us. Mm -hmm. It affects our mind. It affects our bodies. Mm -hmm. So Amy Apkin is a psychiatrist and she's a trauma and attachment specialist. And she was talking about how feeling overwhelmed can really affect our bodies over Mm -hmm. time. It can lead to depression, fatigue, chronic illnesses. And she said, overwhelm is like stress on steroids. It's a breaking point for our bodies and it overwhelms our survival system. And when our survival system is triggered, that is not a good place for us to be in. Mm -mm. Yeah. And so like for me, I just feel paralyzed when I'm overwhelmed, Mm -hmm. which is a typical Mm -hmm. flight, fight or freeze response. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Totally. And what you were saying in that definition, I love it because most people don't even know to listen to their body. You know, right. And that's what we have to learn to do. We have to learn to start listening to our body. Like you even talking about being overwhelmed. I can feel it in my body, Mm -hmm. you know, and I tend to feel it. I don't know where you feel it now, uh, but I feel it kind of in my torso area, my chest, and it just starts tingling, Uh tightening up. I get the, uh, I clench my jaw and I kind of feel my shoulders like curl inward and tighten up. Yeah. And that's the real overwhelming Mm -hmm. feeling. And you feel that's the anxiety. That is anxiety. Like our body is just fearfully and wonderfully made. I mean, God designed it to do that, to trigger us, to let us know, hey, hey, hey. And, you know, it speaks to us very loudly Mm -hmm. and we need to listen to that. Right. And that's that, you know, you hear it in therapy that our bodies generally do not betray us. And so we need to learn to listen to our body. What is it telling us? That is when we need to stop 
mm-hmm. and go, okay, what's up? Yeah. It's overwhelmed. Yeah. And so many times when I feel overwhelmed, I feel like I'm not stopping. I feel like I'm stuck. Mm. Is that normal? Like, is that a normal response for Very, feeling overwhelmed? For feeling overwhelmed. I'm that way myself. Yeah. When I'm overwhelmed, I feel, I use the word paralyzed. When I'm paralyzed, I am stuck. It's like, I don't want to move forward at all, which I may have a list of a thousand things. That's a hyperbole, but Uh I I may have a list of things to do. But then when I'm stuck, I want to do nothing. Right. Absolutely nothing. Yes. So nothing gets done. Yeah. So I'm glad to hear you say that because, you know, you're my mentor and I look up to you and I'm like, Susan, she's got it all together. Mm -hmm. And it's nice to know that you don't have it all together all of the time. Mm -hmm. But like for me, I'm the same way. Like I'll look at my schedule and when I look at my schedule and I see there's too much on there Mm. and there's not enough time in the day. And so logically you would think, well, if there's too much on the schedule and not enough hours, dive in and start getting stuff done. Mm -hmm. But instead of doing that, I'll like completely be paralyzed Mm -hmm. on the couch, scrolling through the TV and not doing anything. And then I feel guilty Mm. and I start all the negative self-talk of Mm -hmm. if you just would have done something Mm. now you're even further behind. And so then that leads me to feel even worse about myself. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just like spiraling out of control and eight hours later, I'm still sitting on the couch watching television. Mm. I know I get it. Totally get it. And that's a normal feeling when you're overwhelmed and you do nothing and your mind starts playing tricks on you. And I think that's the enemy attacking Mm -hmm. full of lies, of course, Carrie. But, you know, Jesus is a great model for us on that because Jesus was super busy. Mm, That's Uh, true. And there's an article that I have carried around for over 20 years that my husband gave me from John Ortberg that says, I wish I could have said it, but I'm going to give John Ortberg (laughs) the credit that, that he is due. But he says, Jesus was always busy, but never hurried. Mm. Isn't that awesome? I love that. Jesus was always busy, but never hurried. Yeah. But in that article and through that article, I will say, and a lot of time spent in the word and mm-hmm. with Jesus throughout my lifespan, mm-hmm. I have learned because I'm a busy woman too, mm-hmm. just like you, and my schedule gets full. I have learned to spend a lot of time with Jesus in solitude, which is very different than isolation. Isolation is very dangerous for mm-hmm. us as believers because the enemy really gets in your mind and tells you what you were saying to me, like, yeah. oh my gosh, uh, this is my fault. I feel guilty, I, all that stuff. Enemy loves to tell you the lies. But so Solitude is that connecting to the vine, going away with Jesus, as as Jesus did. You know, he he left miracles undone. Mm. In modern day language, I'll say he left sermons unpreached, uh-huh. you know. But he he left miracles undone to go away and spend time with the Father and to just be fed by the Father. And so What I've learned to do with my schedule, because I'm the same way, Carrie, my schedule just gets so full. Mm -hmm. So I've learned like as a therapist, I'll, I'll say, God, how many clients should I see? What is my schedule? need to look like? How many mentees should I have? You know, how many meetings should I have? What, what does my, I'm going to give my schedule to you, God. Mm. It's 
literally turning over my schedule to God and inviting him in to the margin, if you will, of my life, modeled by Jesus, because you know that people were clamoring for him as he walked away. Mm -hmm. Well, people clamor for me. People clamor for you. Yes. And but we feel like we have to respond to all the people. That's right. And Jesus didn't even do that. No. Jesus often said, I, when there was a crowd of people there pressing mm -hmm. in, it said he would, he went off by himself yes. to quiet places to be alone with God to be with. And so father. it's easy to think about going off to quiet places to be alone when your schedule is not overwhelming. That's right. But that's not the circumstances that Jesus was no. in. His was very very busy. Yeah. And people were clamoring for him. So you're right. It wasn't like he was in solitude already. Right. And then yeah. he went away to be with the father. No, he had an overwhelming schedule, just like we're talking about. Mm. And, and he left it to be away with the father. So I think that is a huge point here mm -hmm. when we're overwhelmed. Now I've got a real practical one to, that okay. I want to bring up. Okay. It's kind of fun. Yes. And it's also, like I said, very practical, but it also makes sense here. Mm -hmm. My grandmother used to say, Yes. God, God bless her. Uh -huh. How do you eat an elephant, Carrie? I know the answer to this one because my grandmother also <laughs> used to say this. You eat an elephant one bite at a time. That's right. Uh -huh. One bite <laughs> at a time. And you know what? I think it fits here, honestly, mm. yeah. because when you look at that elephant, metaphorically speaking, mm -hmm. we're talking about a metaphor here, people. But when you're looking at that e elephant, it is so overwhelming mm -hmm. that you never even take the first bite. Right. And that's the, that is the dadgum truth. Yeah. You don't even take the first bite. Right. Cause how, where do you even start? That's right. And that's where I get is it. like, it's so big and there's so much, I don't even know where to start. That's right. And so as our grandmothers would say, uh -huh. don't eat the elephant, they would say, just take one bite. Mm -hmm. And when we do with God's help, mm -hmm. take one bite, there's success in that. Mm, yeah. One day. At a time. Yeah. And as as we were saying earlier, one success does build on success. Right. For me, I was just thinking as you were talking about that, a lot of times when I feel overwhelmed, like at work, mm -hmm. and I don't know what to do next, I will clean my desk. Yes. Which seems so counterproductive because mm -hmm. it's not answering emails. It's not finishing, you know, the assignment that needs to be done. But if I can clean my desk off, it makes me feel like I've accomplished something. Mm -hmm. And it kind of gets me in this mode of, oh, hey, I can get something done. I'm mm -hmm. not paralyzed. I'm not stuck. Look, in just five minutes, I made this much of a difference. Mm -hmm. And it kind of gives me this confidence to feel like, OK, well, if I can clean my desk off, I can do one more thing, mm -hmm. you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And again, I'm going to go back to the model of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Because God is a God of order, right? He does not live in chaos. And so I will find myself reminding, I will say out loud, mm -hmm. I will say out loud, God, you're a God of order. Right. I invite you into my life to be a God of order through me. So to your point, you cleaned out a desk yeah, and that made you feel order. Mm -hmm. I mean, that yeah. was order in your life. Mm -hmm. Then 
you can do your email or then you can do your memo or then you can do your whatever. Right. One bite at a time. Yeah. I find myself doing that same thing. For me the other day, it was not the email, mm-hmm. but it was a, a piece of my closet. And then I took it to this place in Bentonville that, yeah. you know, it was Beautiful Lives yes, Bentonville. We love them. Uh, we do love Beautiful Lives Bentonville. And I took a bunch of shoes mm-hmm. there to Beautiful Lives Bentonville. And I needed to do that. It was on my list of things to do. It had nothing to do with the live stream that I needed to prepare <laughs> for. But I did that, came home, and I did what I needed to do. Yeah. But that was order. Right. And it's, it's amazing how sometimes picking a more manageable task yes, yes. gives us the, the courage that we need to mm-hmm. face those bigger tasks. Mm-hmm. So when we face the smaller task and we can complete it and say, not only did I do it, but it's I did it well mm-hmm. and I don't feel overwhelmed by that one task. Mm-hmm. Then we can go on to those bigger, maybe what we would consider more important tasks with that success kind of in our heads. Yes. Yeah. And another part of going back, looping back to your definition mm-hmm. and your research, anxiety on its own, another thing that God tells us in First Peter 5, 7, mm-hmm. he does, in fact, tell us to cast, mm-hmm. which is very, it's not a passive. This right. is not a verse it's of passivity. It's an active verb, yes. No, it is not yeah. a verse of passivity at all. It says, cast all your anxieties upon me. Mm. This is God saying, cast your anxieties upon me because I care for you, Carrie. I care for you, Susan. So cast them to me. So this is very active. So we don't just sit there and go, now, you know, God's not, God's not in this with me. Yes, he is in this with you, but we have to do our part and actively cast that fear. Mm -hmm. Although it's overwhelming, it is not overwhelming to God. Yes. Okay. And that's such a great reminder. Yes. Yes. It is. This is not overwhelming to God Mm -hmm. at all. Whatever that elephant metaphor, whatever that elephant is in my life, in your life, it is not overwhelming to God. Yeah. So casting Mm -hmm. that to him and whatever bite we're going to take out of that. Yeah. He's going to be taking that bite with us and guiding us in that we're not alone. Mm. We are never alone. Yeah. If God is doing that in and in through. through us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's funny as you were talking about that, God's never overwhelmed. I remember sitting at lunch one day with a girlfriend and she was talking about going through a difficult season where she was feeling very overwhelmed and she was in a moment and she, she just said out loud, God, I am freaking out right now. Are you freaking out right now? Yeah. And very clearly, God was like, no, I'm not freaking out right now. I've got this, Yeah, you know, and I'm like, what a beautiful thing to just stop in that moment, you know, and say, God, I'm overwhelmed right now. Are you overwhelmed right now? Absolutely. You know, and to remind ourselves that, yes, we're human. We are limited. There is only so much that we can do. And sometimes life is actually overwhelming. Yes. But it's never overwhelming for him. Never, never. And I I love that story because what that says is open up your mouth and talk to God. Open it up and talk to God. So many people say, I don't know what to say. Just 
like he's right there with mm-hmm. you. Just open up your mouth and talk to him. You can't shock him. Mm-hmm. That's another thing I love. Yeah. You cannot shock God. Yeah. And read his word back to him. If you want to, you know, I've given a couple of scriptures. Read those scriptures. Put your name in them. Personalize scripture. Yeah. You know, it is just beautiful just to talk to God like he's sitting right there in the chair next to you. Yeah. And that really does lower anxiety, Mm -hmm. you know, when you're processing out loud to God, Mm -hmm. either by reading the scriptures out loud or talking out loud to God, uh, just any way to process or journal, right? whatever, but that really helps. Yeah. So every week we want to leave you with a tangible truth. And I think that this week we're going to have a few of them. And so I'm thinking about what we've been talking about of, first of all, everybody feels overwhelmed from one time to the next, everybody, but we don't have to stay stuck in it. Mm -mm. Right. So the practical things that we can do to not stay stuck in feeling overwhelmed one to remember Jesus is our role model. Mm -hmm. He got alone with the father. He let God dictate his schedule, not the crowds of people that were pressing into him. Amen. So we can take our calendar and we can sit in front of Jesus and say, you know, what needs to be taken off of my calendar? What needs Mm -hmm. to be added to my calendar? And then the second thing is, if we feel overwhelmed, it's an elephant and we only have to take one bite at a time. Mm -hmm. We don't have to tackle the whole thing right now. We can just do one small thing and let that be enough. Mm -hmm. And stop and just, you know, stop with hands open with Jesus, you know, just, just stop, put the brakes on, as I say, and spend some time with Jesus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I feel less overwhelmed now than I I did at the beginning of our conversation. I'm much calmer. Me too. (laughs) This is good. My shoulders feel relaxed. My jaw is relaxed. I'm not tingly. I know. I feel like I can, I can look at my schedule for the rest of this week and make some wise decisions Mm -hmm. and remember that we don't have to do everything that mm-hmm. even Jesus didn't. Mm-hmm. Like you said, he left miracles undone. So. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Love right. him. If you'd like more information about today's podcast, be sure to check out tangibletruthministries.com and we'll have some show notes and other information for you there. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Tangible Truth Podcast, part of the KLRC Podcast Network. 